imagine being able to communicate in real time through the light particles coming off of your face. Mm. Like, like just being able to like solely just. You wouldn't need to say anything. Just. It, imagine if everyone could just do that. It's such a deep concept that my mind doesn't even know where to go. Like I'm sitting in a place like right now. My mind was just like, where do I want to take this? And it was just like, I don't know. that is yeah do you ever realize how much we don't pay attention like you ever realize when you're not paying attention you ever you realize how much you're not paying attention when you start paying attention then you're like damn i wasn't paying attention but it wasn't like it wasn't like not paying attention to the point where you just don't know what's going on it wasn't it wasn't like conscious attention to where you're like i'm paying it like where you're Constantly, like, all right, I'm focused in, because you can be focused and not be aware that you're focused in on something. Like, think about everything that we've learned and everything that we've, you know, studied and all this stuff. And, you know, at the time you were you were focused, you were you were learning it, but you weren't like consciously paying attention to it. Because you ever realize when you consciously pay attention to something, it seems like there's just so much. It's just like, wow, this is a lot here. I've never really truly noticed this because now I'm actually looking at it. Like, I want you to look at a line of code. I want you to look at code in general. Just look at it and, like, fully pay attention to it. Look at the big picture of the coding. Like, damn, there's a lot of complex things behind this for this simple thing to happen. Man. And it, it's like once you pay attention to something, you you see the intricate details. And sometimes you can see the things that you need to see. Like, when I'm talking to certain people, and then my mind is like, hey, Use this time to to study, you know, body language and a whole bunch of other stuff that you've learned about and constantly pay attention. I'm like, you're right. This would be a good time. So I start paying like hard attention and I'm listening. I'm looking at I'm like, wow, this person is saying a lot of shit. And it's just like you consciously you unconsciously know this stuff, too. Like your body is and your mind is unconsciously primed to understand like different types of communication. But when you consciously look at it. And then you can feed that conscious input into your brain to process it and crunch it up. It's like, damn, because there's been many times where I've had conversations with people and then and didn't get the insights until after our conversation was over because I wasn't consciously paying attention. So, you know what I'm really, really interested in? What? The. Right. Since there are so many experiencers mm-hmm. right yeah then that must be i don't want to say must be but you know to to the degree of our measuring it's an emergent quality of our you know little pocket of reality okay right is that we uh, is that it creates is that just you know through time friction and things happening an emergent of an experience or will happen you know and the connection between the objective like the objective thing that is like the un the thing that is manifesting forward that it, that shape of like the 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 algorithm that creates uh, an experiencer, right? Something that is experiencing other things, mm-hmm. and 
there is something that's objectively doing that because when the their their scientists they did this study on these flies where they took the gene for eyes out of them completely, right? Mm. They, they removed it entirely. So the eyes for this generation of flies that they had were not there. And just within a few generation of these flies just still mating and stuff, right? Mm. The eyes came back. And the the it was it's so improbable to fully form eyes on just out of like um random you know a random mutation Mm -hmm. that there has to be they say some kind of objective shape of organisms that are pushing through to to manifest into the chemical body i mean it may i mean well if you look at like so if you remove the you can remove the gene of eyes completely in one generation of anything, flies, but you can't, you know, you, you didn't remove that gene from the previous generation and the entire generation and the entire, uh, the entire DNA sequence of the last generation was passed on to the, to the current one, which is the, which is the one that had the eyes taken out. Like there's probably still some encodings in the previous generation. And that's exactly why, because I mean, you can't, I personally think that, you know, we probably have a great understanding of DNA, but we don't have a great understanding of DNA as much as we could have it, and not as much as we could, but as much as we will 20 years from now. 20 years from now, Absolutely. the the study that will, you know, the things that will accomplish with DNA, which is the, you know, we'll look at like, damn. What we've tw- accomplished, what we'll accomplish tomorrow, like. Right. So oof. they probably, they probably, yeah, we removed the gene, but like, it doesn't matter because. You know, it's probably that bits and pieces of that sequence is probably still existent in the original code of the gene or of the DNA. You know, it sucks and is so stupid. The 20 years that you that we all believe it would take to make something to do. There are poor people and they want to do stuff. They are mine. Yeah, there's this is this is the crazy thing. And this you have. You have people who don't have the don't have the tools and the resources, but have the want and the mind to be like, oh, this kid, this if I could just get this one resource, I could do this, I can do this. But people got to jump backflips. It's like you know, even people that aren't incredibly passionate about physics and quantum, and when they see, it, they're like, oh my gosh, you guys are building a spaceship. Oh, what the? You guys are making something that can take us to another dimension. Let's fucking do it. Like, uh, like I want you to think about. If you think about so think let's think about Jeff Bezos, let's think about Elon Musk and, and Bill Gates. Think about all they did for them to have to be able to do the side things that they do for well not Jeff Bezos, he's still fully in Amazon. Take everybody away, let's look at Bill Gates. Bill Gates is a very intelligent man. Mm-hmm. He built this amazing company, right? But what has he spent the rest of his life doing? Like he didn't spend the rest of his life at Microsoft. He spent the rest of his life on doing other stuff because Microsoft allowed him to do all the other stuff that he wants to do. So it's like, yeah, I I built Microsoft, but I really care about curing disease. I just built Microsoft as a vehicle to help me cure disease. It's like, all right, Microsoft gave me a billion dollars. I took that billion dollars. I'm going to go cure disease now because that's what I really wanted to do. 
think about all the stuff, the, the hoops that people have to jump through in order to go after the things that they really want to go after. Like, so the, the great things that, the great ideas that you have, the great ideas that I have, right? You know, like we log ideas, but then we have one specific idea we push so that way we can get all these other little ideas, not a little ideas, but all these other ideas that we really want to go after. Like, it's like, if I was to start a company, like just right now, fresh out, I wouldn't try to start a company to change the world. I'd start a company to change money. I mean, to make money so that I can go change the world. Or I would try to, so there's, there's two ways to go about it. And I think one is more severely harder than the other. There's one way of going to go make, to start a company to make money, to then go change the world. And the other way is to literally just change the world. Um, Cause you can change the world in the, in the world we live in, you can change the world for damn near free. Right. But think about all the stuff that comes with changing the world. Cause when you change the world, you have to change people. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to change people, you have to have a thorough, deep understanding of people do a thorough understanding of, deep, of people, thorough understanding of people. You would have to know some neuroscience, some psychology, some business stuff. You would have to know, um, I don't know, economics. You would have to learn, Investing, you have to learn all these things, right? And that would probably take a long time. Versus, I'm just gonna start this one company, make this money, then go do it. So it's like there's you could there's two ways to change the world. There's the free way that takes a long time, and there's the build a business way that does take a long time, but not as long as a time as doing it for free. Because imagine if you went to a place that had an up to date library, and for like the next ten years, you said, I'm gonna learn everything I can I need to do to change the world. And start enacting little things that'll do ripple effects and be like a big domino piece. And by the time my lifetime ends, the world have been changed because of this. Because I was the one piece that kicked the dominoes and I kept the party and I kept the, uh, I kept it going. And then you can sit and like watch that in your spiritual form. Right. Like it's, bro. It's it's so interesting. And I, yo, like remember we had that conversation. I think it was last week about how the brain is overstimulated. Mm-hmm. What do you think the brain, like if the brain isn't, if the brain, if you start to destimulate your brain, like I wonder where people go. Like, cause there are people like you and I who are constantly always thinking about these things and our brains go everywhere. But then there are people who don't cause they put most of their focus into like, you know, they're on their phone, play video games or watching TV. They got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? They put their, they're, they're focused into the day-to-day things, and that's where their brain is. If you destimulate all that stuff, like you so said, take away the cell phone, take away the computer, take away the television, take away the, the video games. Where does your like? Where do you think? Where does your mind go? Like, what do you think about? Like, once your brain sifts through all the day-to-day stuff, your work, your relationship, your family, your friends. Like, after it's done going through all that, where do you go? Is it just quiet, or do you start to go other places? Like, I feel like some people just don't give their brain space to come up with great things. Mm-hmm. And then people I don't, don't think society is built such that we have any kind of structure that those people have the space to come up with great things. Agreed. I don't think it's I don't think there's anything there for that. Like school doesn't do it. It teaches you to be a robot. Fact. College is like college is definitely just trying to put you in debt. College is 
So this is this is the one thing I, I you can learn about. there, but it's just trying to put you in debt. The one thing I so okay when it comes to college and when, when it comes to school in general, I think school is a cheat code. If you know what game you're playing, if you know if you don't know what game you're playing, then it's a cheat code that it's like, oh, I'm trying to use a cheat code for, it's like the cheat code's meant for uh, I don't know Halo, but I keep putting the cheat code in Destiny, and I wonder why it's not working. Because mm-hmm. you you don't know what game you're playing, like I feel like school is a like if you think about so okay, from elementary school to high school, you're at home with your parents. You really don't have any responsibilities. You go to college. Let's say let's say you don't go to college. You gotta acclimate to the real world immediately. Get into it. You go to college. You don't have to. You still have no responsibility because you stay on campus. They feed you all that stuff. That's four years, four to five years. Cool. What's next? You get your, you can get your master's. That could put you at another year or two of no more responsibility. Let's say you want to go again, and you do um, so your I'm PhD. Saying, yo, when we you, talk about kids, we're all fucking kids still. Like. Oh yeah. When you when you do your PhD, that's another five, four to five years. So that could literally. So you got let's say four years. We'll say four for undergrad. Two for a master's and another four. That's an that's an extra. What I say? I said four two four, right? Yeah, that's extra ten years, right? So by the time you're eighteen, you're twenty eight. That's actually the right time. Twenty eight, you're you're damn near thirty. That's a good time to say, all right, cool. Now I'm ready to acclimate into the world, right? So this is where people don't use school to their advantage. So one. If you, you didn't do good in high school, so now you got to pay for school and college. If you if you will go crazy in high school, I'm talking about if you just go crazy in high school, let's say you graduate with like a 3.8, and above. You can get enough scholarships to get a full ride. Or if you have a specific talent, let's say you play basketball. Let's say you play, uh, you play a musical instrument. Something to get you, some type of talent to get you for college so you don't have to pay for school. That's one, right? Preferably make it be something that you love. So it's either, you know, go crazy at your schoolwork or have a talent. Cool. Boom right there. That's not that's school is taken care of. Right. So in that four years, all you gotta do is go to class and learn. You've been going to class and learning from five to eighteen years old. So it's it's nothing new. It's nothing special. But the one thing college offers you, you get away from your parents. You have more free time. You can mm-hmm. do whatever you can do whatever you want. That's like, where you become you start becoming who you really are, really right. making choices that have been right. printed upon you or when you're but, learning. But, but this is where it messes up. It messes up it messes up with the parenting. Because if your parents never set you up with the things that you needed from from five to eighteen or from birth to eighteen, when you go out to college, you're still gonna be lost. You can oh I got all this free time, I'm gonna do whatever the hell I wanna do. Because you don't, you have no value. Like you have, you have no pre-program set up. Like there's people who go to college, get a degree, graduate, get a job. There's people who graduate, don't get a job, and then there's people who go to school, make millions while they're in school, graduate, still making millions afterwards. Or there's people that graduate, or people who go to school and start building a business and making money, and just keeps going back to school. So that they can buy more time, so that they can keep working on their business with no real responsibility, no house. I don't, I don't really, you know, need no car like that. I don't technically have to get a job because everything I have is taken care of. So I can put all this focus on my business. So it's like, all right, there's, there's no rent. I'm gonna worry about food. You just gotta figure out where to go for the holidays. But your family should love to have you to come home for the holidays. 
Like, so it's like school can help you set up to succeed. It can literally give you from the time you're born to, to you're 30 years old to give you all the time you need. But people don't think of school like that. People think of school as, oh, I gotta, I'm going to school so I can get a job. No, if you're going to school, you should look at it in the sense of I'm going to school to buy time. And my thing is, even if this, so like if you have the entrepreneur go to school, right? It's, this is, this is, this is what can happen. You go to school and let's say this is the person who didn't get any scholarships or anything. They got to pay for school. They got to take out loans and stuff. Cool. You go to school, you accumulate debt for four years. You've been building your business. You get in somewhere. You go back to school, get your PhD. You got another four to five years to work on your business and be a student. If you're, but if your you know, education is directly tailored to your business, it's a win-win. Yeah, you build enough debt, but let's say that's, that gives you eight years to work on your business. That's a long time. So in eight years, I'm pretty sure you can accomplish what you want to. So by the time you get your PhD and you finally graduate and your business has been moving, you can go ahead and pay that off. Easy. If like, you're doing it right, a lot of people get if out. You do, and if you're doing just, it right. Yeah, they just chilling and they just... But, but the thing is what school is, there's, there's resources in school. Like, I don't know why, but, you know, you know how many entrepreneur concept, uh, contests I went to in school? A lot. Like, there's people who come to schools and invest and try to find the next big idea because, mm-hmm. because you got to think business owners understand the fact that, like, you know, not every kid is going to say, I got this hot idea. I'm leaving school to go work on it. Yeah, that's true. Not, not everybody's At the same like that. time, though, that's, I, don't, I don't want that to be bullshit and then coming to steal your idea try to like mcdonald's have you ever seen the founder movie oh yeah before? yeah i know how that go yeah but i mean but that can happen to anybody whether they're in school or not big time so i think like once you learn how to use school then it, because look at it like this too it's a school is like a double-edged sword if you think of it the right way so it's like all right i got a business i'm trying to get my thing off the ground if i look into the terms of undergrad and PhD that gives me eight years to work on my business and not have to worry about certain responsibilities. Cool. So I'm going to go to school, work on my business. That's the one edge of the sword. You get the time to work on your business, especially if your education is tailored or it's in the same atmosphere, the same atmosphere as your business. Mm-hmm. The new stuff you learn, you apply to your business. That's one edge of the sword. The other, the other edge of the sword is, is, you know, I majored in something that I liked and I loved. And that's why I was building my business around it. My business didn't work out. I got a whole bachelor's degree and a PhD. So if I want to get a high-paying job, it won't be difficult. And then if you think about it in the sense of also, like, let's say you intern every single summer for both undergrad and graduate. People get paid for, like, doing what's-the-name work, like, uh, internships. Like, Microsoft pays, like, 10 grand a summer for Facebook, 10 grand. A summer for an internship. Imagine if you did an internship four years undergrad at Facebook. That's and you did spending it. That's forty bands. And then you go to a PhD. They usually pay you more when you're getting your PhD. Let's say they're paying you fifteen now. Fifteen times four. That's sixty grand right there. So let's say you got so you graduate that forty, and then you got that sixty. That's a hundred grand right there. That's your student loans. And let's say you take that money and you put it in investments and just let it sit so it accrues some interest. And then you get out and say, eight years go by, let's say it's like 110, 115. 
You got 115. Your student loans are covered right there. Boom. Done. Knocked out. That's what I'm saying. And you be when people would graduate, how many months do you get before you have to start paying back on it? Six. Not enough. And I know it's not enough, but that's enough. If not for working a job, but if you think about it, if you'd be like, all right, let me get a couple of my friends together. Let's mm-hmm. try to work a contract. Let's do something. Let you could always do something to make a couple of bucks, flip something over, and get that shit paid off before you hit the world like a like a fucking person. True that, yeah. Like there was, I had a homeboy. He uh he was running a business while he was still in school. And he just bought, he bought his, he graduated probably about two years ago, but he bought his first rental property, like, last week. And I'm, I'm proud of her, like, Lit. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's up. Like, he, he left, went to Atlanta, became a real estate agent, bought his first property a week ago. And I'm like, that's what's up. Like, then you just put, put some work into that. And a lot of time, if you know people, know the right people, man. Yeah, that's another, that's another good thing why college, college is good for because not everybody in this world can be like the top tier, just, you know, oh, jack of all traits. Like. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody can't be that person, but you can know that person because you went to school with that person. Well, boom. And you probably do because six degrees of freedom. Facts. Like you really. So like school is a scam if no one teaches you how to use it. And that's why I feel like school is a scam because I went through all that school and no one taught me how to use it. If someone would have taught me how to, if I would have went into college and people would have taught me how to use it, I feel like my outlook on college would be completely different. I had a different mindset, but this is all stuff I had to figure out on my own. So the day I have a child and if they want to go to school, they don't have to, I don't care. If you want to, cool. If you do, Cool, but I'm gonna tell you this. If you do, I'm gonna give you the lookout. I'm gonna get no, they don't gotta go. I don't wanna force nothing on nobody. But my thing is, if you wanna go, I'm gonna give you the whole layout. Like, this is how you use it to your advantage. And I'm gonna tell them straight up. Yo. I'm gonna tell them straight up. Like, when it comes to uh, dating, just leave it alone. It ain't worth it. Like, I would really like to tell my, um, I would really want my kids to. Like, when it comes to relationships, I would really want my kids to kind of just be like, hey, look, all that relationship stuff is really not all that. Like, it's good. Don't get me wrong. Relationships are good. But then I also I heard something that was a movie. And and the thing he said, he said, two people come together because they're missing something and the other person has it. And I feel like a lot of people are missing something. Mm. because of the fault of their parents not because of the fault of themselves because at the end of the day yo fucking learn people experience them and have fun but never intend to hurt anyone facts like unless you have to and then with that because sometimes i feel like you need to hurt people sometimes like sometimes i feel like it's necessary if the if the end goal is good then I think it's okay. Because I'm more of the ends justify the means kind of guy sometimes. Like, I did this because of this. Oh, no, sometimes. Yes, that makes 100% sense. That's why, we, that's why we are where we are. We'd like to thank you guys for listening. Follow us on Twitter at large underscore talk. New episodes every Wednesday. What did going to college actually teach you? Let us know your answer on Twitter.
tag us at large underscore talk and use the hashtag large talk.